The Bulls have three seconds to try a shot and try to win the game. This is the Notebook Wagering Podcast. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Coming to you from the betting deck. Don't believe what I just saw. Here are your hosts. Good morning, everybody. We got the guys here at Notebook Wagering. It's a little early this morning, but it is week zero. College football is here. We have uh, at Smitty Bucks on Twitter, at JCam34 on Twitter, and I am if you follow Matt. We are the guys from at Notebook Wagering again. We're going to cover week zero. We're going to get right into this. I know Smitty's super hyped up. Probably had four cups of coffee. Jay Cam's probably hyped up as well. I don't think he's had that much coffee. He might be chasing the kids around. He's already cranking away on some soccer plays. I hope you guys have tuned in. Morning, guys. What's going on? Uh, nice bright and early here on a week zero. Uh, speaking of soccer plays, it's already 2-0 Man City, so that's money. So we're giving out money first thing in the morning. How about that? That's how, that's how a good way to start the weekend, right? You can always tell by the EPL play for me. Uh, well, yeah, let's. Uh, we got a short schedule, kind of interesting teams, but it'll be fun to go through. Good morning, everybody. Bright and early. I love it. I'm only on one cup of coffee. Um, so I have, to, well, you know, I'll have to catch up here a little bit, but I'm excited to uh, get after it. We're putting out early, early, early information, thoughts, any opinions that we have on these games for you. So let's get after it and let's try to find those winners. Smitty, I, I, that one cup of coffee, though, that's probably a big gulp from 7-Eleven. <laughs> hey, my energy level's high, man. I try to uh, kill I kill the day every day, man. Get after it. I'm going to apologize to our listeners because I am not an early morning guy like these two. But, <laughs> but I mean, off off uh, camera here, we've already talked about all the right moves and Craig T. Nelson, so you guys just better <laughs> hold on here. <laughs> all right, let's go through the schedule. We have five games today. College game days even making an appearance today at, I believe, the Alcorn State games. So let's see if we can show these guys up. So our first game on the slate, we have 1 o'clock on Fox Network. We have Nebraska going to Illinois. Vegas over under is 53 and a half. And the Illini are catching seven points today. So this is the only game that I've bet so far. Um I'm going to take a stab and I'm going to, I'm catching, I'm riding the Illini catching seven only for the reason I think Brett Bielema in his new gig is going to try to slow down Scott Frost and the Nebraska offense. Um, Illinois actually beat them last year, 41, 23. They have a veteran QB and Brandon Peters. And I'm just, as, like I said, simply I'm riding this for Bielema out of the gate. See if he can slow these guys down, keep it close. I don't think Illinois is actually going to win the game, but I think they'll keep it within the seven. That's my only play for now. I'm going to let you guys battle this out. Yeah, no, I mean, that seems to be the popular opinion is uh, take Illinois at the points. The line really hasn't moved all that much. I mean, he came out, it was nine and a half in the summer and it's come off of that. So you obviously you've seen some Illinois action and I've seen it down to six and a five, 6.5 now. So they're looking for some Nebraska money. Um, 
Yeah, it's it's interesting because you look at the game last year, it literally stomped them, and that was with the old coaching staff and the old schemes. And uh, there's one thing with Illinois that's kind of interesting is that the personnel they have kind of fit what Brett Bielema wants to do, and it's really just how far along are they in the process of implementing all that stuff. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think Illinois is the right play um, just because then Nebraska defense is a little leaky against the run and uh, should stay close, especially being at Illinois. Yeah, I kind of agree. I think if you're going to play this, I'd look at Illinois. 30 and a half team points on one side. I looked at today for Nebraska, 22 and a half for Illinois uh, team points. So if you like team points, there you go. You know, revenge game, Nebraska lost this last year. If you look at the over under 56 and a half, it's down to 54 and a half. So a little bit of trend going down in that. I'm, I'm thinking about, I'm going to post my plays. I'm going to give you my thoughts where I'd lean maybe on this and I'll post my official plays here in a little, and maybe an hour or two on Twitter. So check us out on notebook wagering. I kind of, I'm looking a little bit at the first half under also 27 and a half. I agree with Matt. I think Illinois is going to try to run the ball and just kind of run the clock a little bit. Keep that uh, Martinez off the field for Nebraska could you get that? I think so. Peters is, you know, six-year guy, I think, for Illinois quarterback. Just don't turn the ball over. Game manage this one and try to keep it close. So those are my thoughts. Leaning right now, first half under in that game. I'll throw out two two quick endpoints here. So we, we don't really know how much the NCAA is pushing Nebraska for these infractions. They've kept it pretty hush-hush. But this has to be Scott Frost. I mean, can he potentially be on any hotter of a seat already out of the gate with this team? If if this goes south for Illinois out of the gate, I think Frost will run this up and, and try to send a message to be like, hey, I think I can right this ship. And then if you look at their schedule, then they have Ford next and a, a Buffalo team that they can beat at home. They can actually get out to a 3-0 and start with a huge game in Oklahoma. Now, in any way, shape, or form, do I think they beat Oklahoma? Absolutely not. But I'm not going to be shocked if my bet is a coaster come the end of the first quarter when it's 14-0 Nebraska out of the gate. But like I said, stick to your guns. I'm riding the Illini plus seven today. Game two, let's go to out way out west, Fresno State, hosting Connecticut. Vegas line over under 63, and Connecticut is catching 27 and a half points. So off, off uh, air here, we talked about keep an eye on weather today. It's not There's not supposed to be any rain, I don't believe, for any games, but the heat is going to be insane for these games. Smitty basically said the heat index in the Fresno State game might get to 100, 103. You can't tell me that the Huskies are going to go out there and be prepared for that nonsense. So we didn't get to dig into Fresno State in our conference breakdowns, but we were doing it prior here. It's a very good sleeper team, good quarterback, great running back, actually a very good wide receiver, and they have one stud defensive player to, to shore it up. This should be an easy play for the guy who's going to speak at the end of this little rant. He's uh, We know him as TK on the show, but 
guys, I'm not going to touch this yet, but if I do, I'll probably look to catch Fresno State, maybe tease it down along with somebody else. What do you think, J.K.? Yeah, it's interesting, yeah, because UConn didn't play last year. Um, I do think they benefit that it's actually been pretty warm on the East Coast this year, even in the uh, New England area. UConn's not too far from New York City and, like, you know, Pennsylvania here. It's been high 80s and 90s the whole time. So, I mean, the weather obviously is a factor. UConn's not a deep team. Fresno's probably deeper than they are. So, second half definitely will will impact it. Um, You know, it's kind of hard to gauge what UConn's going to do. I mean, you know, they haven't played at all. you know, they still have everyone coming, seven offensive starters and defensive starters coming back. You don't really know what transpired there. Fresno looks definitely good on offense. They've got a lot of good pieces. Um, you know, they're in a, interesting. They're picked fifth in their side of the uh, Mountain West because you do see a lot of guys who pop um, as all Mountain West performers. So um, I think UConn struggles game speed at the beginning. I would actually like Fresno first half, uh, minus 14 and a half. Yeah, get the Gatorade ready. Get the pickle juice ready. It's going to be hot out there. Get loose. Stretch those muscles because, man, it could be you might see some guys on the ground stretching out those hammies a lot in this game. You know, Matt said it. Good quarterback. Stud Rivers is a stud uh, running back. Really like him. They averaged 32.8 last year points. So you're looking at, I think, it was 46 and a half team points for them. UConn's at 16 and a half. You know, like Jason said, what do you get out of UConn? They haven't played in 638 days. A little tidbit, they're 0-5 ATS in August. So they haven't covered. I, I kind of like, like Matt said, I'm the teaser king. I'm going to try to give you one teaser in college per, per week this year. That is a great teaser play. I'm staring at this one as, I love this. This is good. This might match one of my teaser plays here. Take them down six points down. It's at 27 and a half right now. Get them at 21 and a half. And I would be leaning Fresno State. I think they put a whipping on UConn. Smitty, 600 some days. Those kids are so fresh. They might come out like, <laughs> I mean, they're going to come out like the uh, Greyhounds at a race, man. They're going to yeah. come out and light it up. We'll see. Now they do. I mean, they do have a pretty good running back diving into UConn. I mean, that's a team we didn't really talk about on the show or anything diving into it. They do have a good running back, but could, could be a two quarterback system. It's just not a good team. And I Fresno, I think we'll put some points on them today. I think they'll score some, a lot of points on them. And I think you, especially in a teaser, I love it. And I, I see another game. I am going to love to tease with them. So, so my play right now, if you're not into teasers, I'd do maybe a small play on Fresno State, maybe even team points in that. That would be my advice, but I'm taking it down six points in a teaser. Just so you know, um, there's a lot of people actually betting UConn to go over their win total this year because they play, I think it's three, and, and don't don't hold me to this. I think it's three, and they have games against Holy Cross – UMass and Yale, which people are saying, come on, you got to win. It might even be two and a half, and that's what they're banking on as their three. So I actually think I heard the bear talking about it, and I was like, man, I can't believe you're actually going to bet this. And 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 look at UConn to go over three wins, but then I looked at their schedules, and man, okay, that kind of makes a little sense. And they have Middle Tennessee State. They could sneak out three wins, but 
Yeah, today, no play for me on this game. It's just an interesting game. And don't get me wrong, I'm going to tune in and I'm going to watch Ronnie Rivers run all over these guys. All right, let's get to the big the big game today, though. Uh, 3.30 today on ESPN, we have the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors going to UCLA to face Chip Kelly and his Bruins. Vegas over under is 67 and a half. And UCLA is given 17 and a half. Now, this is actually a really good matchup. It should play out well on paper. We talked off air. I'm going to go opposite, I think, what Smitty's going to do. So I actually like both these squads, but 17 and a half might be too much out of the gate. I'm going to tease Hawaii down or Hawaii getting more maybe up to about 24. And I think that'll be a number they can cover. I think Chip is going to do a great job with UCLA this year. He's got, he's got the quarterback, he's got the horses, and he's got a system finally all set in place. I think this is a great starter game for them. They're going to get pushed, but I think they should win the game right around that 17 number. I actually have the final score at 40 to 20, which means they would cover. I don't like the over. I don't think it's going to go as high as everybody feels. I'll let you guys go ahead and give me your breakdown. Yeah, no, I agree. I think uh, Hawaii's defense is probably a little bit better um, than being kind of looked at. You think of traditional Hawaii with the run and shoot and shootouts at uh, 12 o'clock at night on the East Coast. But, you know, Todd Graham came in there and they're kind of changing that a little bit. I don't know if it's for the better or for the worse, but um, – the offense isn't nearly as dynamic as it's been in prior years, and the defense is probably a little bit better than it's been in prior years. So, yeah, UCLA is a team I like as a sleeper in the Pac-12. Um, you know, you see a lot of things trending up. It's a good pass rush team, decent against the run, which will be big here against Hawaii with the dual-threat quarterback, Cordero. Um, it really comes down to they basically need to get up on a good foot, but then how much do they stay on the pedal with LSU coming in next week? Um, so I like the first half. Um line of minus nine and a half for UCLA um, that's up about a point since it opened so I'm gonna follow the money on that one yeah the rainbows have you know pretty good quarterback good running back couple good wide receivers I mean I think this team could maybe hang a little bit but this is I'm, I'm this is my other teaser I'm gonna match this and I'll, I'll give it out right now because I'm gonna play this teaser play of the day give me Fresno State Take it down six points. Take UCLA down six points. You'll get it at 11 and a half. I think they'll cover that. Robinson, I think, is going to have a big day throwing the ball, running the ball. You know, the big thing, I think UCLA has to try to stop the run a little bit uh, on this. But I think, I just don't think Hawaii is going to slow UCLA's running game down. I think Robinson's going to break some good runs. The running backs will have a good day. Good running backs at UCLA, too. Uh, keep an eye on them today. I think both of them, uh, the old Michigan guy, if he gets in, could play. And I think they have another really good one. Team points, 42 and a half for UCLA. Hawaii is 24 and a half on a book I looked at. I kind of even like maybe UCLA team points. I, I think this is high scoring. I, you know, it's a high number. And I agree with Matt. I think it was Matt that said, what, how much do you want to put on tape? with LSU coming in. Cause that's the big one get by this one. But I think if you tease it down 
to 11 and a half, it's going to be a winner. So my teaser play of the day, Fresno State, UCLA, I'll post in a little bit, best bet of the day in college football for me. Two quick side notes. So uh, last year, or no, just in general, Hawaii is three and eight against the spread in 14 road non-conference games. And Hawaii is also two and eight in their last 10 road openers. So I, I think the safe play is, I mean, if you if you want to do a parlay today and get UCLA in there on the money line, that should be a simple winner, in my opinion. But well, it's, all, it's all it's always been mad when they come to the mainland, you know, they struggle a little bit. Yeah, but I I, I mean, so we don't know how long have they actually been. Here? Uh, that, that's a great point. I'm not sure on that. I mean, they, yeah. you, would, you would think they would be here for a couple of days. I mean, look for that little tidbit as the season goes on, if they have to come, you know, by the end. And again, it's the same thing. They usually play really well you know, out there in Hawaii, when the other teams have to go out there, then they've really competed well. So again, I think it's a good team. I, I think they'll, they'll compete. Um, but I, I just think UCLA, like you said, I think Chip Kelly, this is by far his best team and, you know, he, he'll, he'll want to put it on. I think if he has a chance, he'll put it on. So I like it. And I think Matt, again, Matt was smart too. He likes teasing them up. Uh, hopefully we both can be a winner on that and just get in an in-between line there. So. At the middle, huh? Yeah, take the middle. Nothing wrong with the middle. Come in, so you got a soccer update? Will I flip over real quick? Yeah, um, Arsenal is going to get relegated this year. That's my update. <laughs> um, I say that as an Arsenal fan. Uh, it's 2 not to Man City, so uh, they're breezing. And Man City, obviously, is an excellent team, and Arsenal is a mess between COVID and kind of having a misfit roster. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, Fade Arsenal while you can because the books over there are pretty sharp too. Um, and I'll probably I'll look and see if I have any. I'll post any later plays for the 10 o'clock games. Sweet. All right. Let's go to the fourth game today. A little late night. We're going to start going a little late night action here. Smitty calls this a Cinemax special. So we have the UTEP Miners versus New Mexico State Aggies. This goes off at 930. We have a Vegas over under of 59 and the Aggies are catching 10 points. So most people don't realize how bad New Mexico state actually is. And then when you look at the paper on these two teams, UTEP isn't actually much better. However, UTEP has better talent. New Mexico State is basically what Jason said. They're basically like a relegated NCAA football team, in our opinion. This is a no play for me. But if I hit some bets early, I might get squirrely, and I'm probably going to drop some points and take UTEP minus the 10 just because we are degenerates and we love gambling, and that's what we're going to do. Yeah, no, you hit on it. They uh, they returned 29 Letterman, which is about – half of what most of these schools are going to return and they lost 14 somehow out of that group um you know a lot of been me made about the struggles they had in the spring because they i think they were the only fbs school that played a spring schedule um it's only two games and it was against a uh, fellow whack opponents if you're familiar with basketball which is where you should bet new mexico state usually is in the basketball realm um and they i think they won one game by a touchdown they, they got blown out in the other so um yeah this is probably one of the toughest jobs i think individual it probably is the toughest job in division one because 
frankly, I didn't even know that UTEP and New Mexico State were located this close to each other. This is a big rivalry game. You got the silver spade at stake. Um, UTEP's going in the right direction. I'm not in love with that team, um, but they are much better than they've been in the past, which was pretty awful. Uh, I actually, I laid nine and a half. I took the extra juice to do that because it just sounds like a 10-point game to me. Um, I think UTEP has aspirations of getting to a bowl. I don't think they're going to get there, but I think they can convince people they're going there. And New Mexico State's kind of figuring out what level they're going to compete on. So I like the uh, the Miners playing nine and a half. Yeah, this this I'm keeping an eye on this one. And I might be joining in with Jason on this and he'd be mad if he jumps on this. This could be Cinemax through the lines play of the night. I'm keeping an eye on this. UTEP returning quarterback, a lot of offensive line guys coming back. It just, if you look on paper, I just think they have too much for New Mexico State. You know, a lot of guys transferred. They were one and one in the spring. They played, they, you know, Tarlington, Dixie State. You know, we kind of laugh at that. But like Jason said, that's the, that's kind of like the whack. Like some of those teams are going to be moving back up here and playing. And Jason can hit on that really fast here in a second. But I like this game. I'm keeping on Utah or UTEP. I might be jumping in on here. Minus 10 UTEP. I think they win. And I think they win by double digits. All right. Here's why I think I might jump on it though, too. So the Aggies versus the Miners, the last three games, UTEP is three and oh against the spread since 2018. I mean, it, UTEP has, I don't know if they've gotten better. We, we think they've gotten better on paper, but it's the full point that New Mexico State may have actually gotten worse, and 10 is actually a decent number to catch it at. Smitty, you should actually put this in your teaser play with the next game we're going to cover. Man, tease New Mexico State down so you don't even have to cover as much. That, that sounds like an easy win to me. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. I might look into that. Maybe it's going to be another teaser Cinemax three lines play of the day. <laughs> well, I mean, just to quantify that, you know, most teams are returning, what, between 17 and 18 starters? I mean, that's been yeah. kind of the thing as we've gone through these conferences. That it's kind of a stat you have to just throw out there because you don't know what it's worth because everyone's bringing people back. New Mexico State's bringing back three starters. Three that's insane like i think the the next closest school is like notre dame with 14 so yeah it's uh tough times in las cruces yeah and utep is bringing back 19 so uh i don't know man i think the safest play today might be the utep miners talked you into it you well you talked me into it and i actually think smitty talked me into this next game we're going to cover so final game of the slate 10 p.m. late, late night here for us. Uh, Southern Utah travels to San Jose State. Vegas total over under 57 and a half. And currently the San Jose is dropped. They're laying 25. So we actually have dug into San Jose State behind the scenes here at Notebook Wagering. Um, they're actually a really, really solid football program right now. This is actually a manageable number out of the gate. I think what is Southern Utah FCS? They are not D1. Yeah, so, they're FCS and they're not even a very good FCS team. Correct. So this is a team, San Jose State actually plays really, really defense, really, really good defense. This is a good manageable number to actually catch. I may look this late night. 
If I do, though, I'm probably going to tease this down with UTEP on the other side, even uh, catching or dropping less. And then give me San Jose State minus about 20 today would be great if you can get that at a decent number. Maybe, Smitty, you said you got these guys somewhere around minus 110, I believe, in a, in a two-teamer. No, that was my UCLA uh, Fresno one. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, so I looked at Southern Utah a little bit just because of this game where he's basically I'm not a big Thunderbird fan. Um, and uh, it seems like they have a decent offense and the defense is pretty awful. So an FCS, bad FCS defense is not going to get you an upset here. So I don't think that's a concern. San Jose State's coming off their best season ever. I mean, they were undefeated going into the bowl game. And then I think they played really shorthanded against Ball State. They were missing a ton of guys uh, to COVID or unwell, as they say in the EPL. Um, yeah, it, you wonder if that momentum just carries over here. They don't really blow people out because they are more defensive-minded. They have a decent offense, but not an explosive offense. So, I mean, if I was looking at anything, I'd probably may possibly an under 56 here because I think they're just going to carry all the scoring weight. I don't know what Southern Utah is going to be able to do to them, but um, don't really like the line because it's not really an explosive offense team and, you know, Southern Utah seems like a team that could probably just put up a few points just to cover on the back door. Well, I'm looking, I mean, I have them at 30 points or more, I think uh, five times last year. And like Jason said, good momentum bowl game. They kind of laid an egg, but again, they had some people that were, I guess, unwell. I like the quarterback, pretty good running back crew, good offensive line defense. Like everyone's been hitting on good. They're, they're good. I mean, I think they're going to slow down Southern Utah. It's a little high. I mean, I think in a, my advice would be if you can get in a teaser, I would tease them down some more points and take a chance. But I know some people like San Jose State and they think they can put a whipping on them. So, I mean, good luck to you. And I, I again, I'm not going to try to chase anything crazy. If I get off to a good start or even a bad start this week, I'm not going to panic on this. We got a long, this is a not a sprint. It's a marathon. So, um, but I think San Jose State will be in good shape here. Yeah, so, I, I mean, we all – everybody always says, hey, football's one in the trenches. So, San Jose State's offensive line is ranked number two in their conference, and then their D-line is ranked number one. If the guys up front can't beat Southern Utah today and cover this number, I think then, then they're going to be a fade throughout the year. Maybe keep an eye on San Jose State. Maybe yeah, – I don't think they'll be able to cover those kind of point spreads. So – Look, look, San Jose State today. Don't worry about the big number, in my opinion. Minus 25 is manageable. Um, the heat's going to be out there. Both teams should be acclimated to that, though. So I think our plays today, so far, we got – I'm dropping – I'm getting Illinois plus seven. I'm probably going to not touch the Fresno State game. I do like UCLA to win outright today. That's an easy call. Give me UTEP minus 10. And San Jose State minus 25. Yeah, so the one thing with San Jose State, I will say, is looking ahead the next week, they go to USC, uh, which will be a big deal for them out there. So that, that might factor a little bit into how much of the whooping they put on Southern Utah, because obviously that's a huge game for them. Because um, they have they team capable to go in there and actually, you know, scare the hell out of the Trojans. So, um 
that'll be a factor a little bit. I think you have that a couple in a couple of these games this week where you got the next opponent is kind of more intriguing than the current one. Yeah, I'll, I'll post mine like I usually do. I did it in basketball season a lot. I talked about it a lot, and then I posted them in the next like hour or two. So make sure you're following us at No Point Wagering. And but right now, I mean, again, my leans right now. I, one, I'm locked in, and it's my teaser play of the day. Take Fresno State, UCLA down six points and match them up. That's my best bet. Uh, teaser king play of the day. I'm eyeing up the first half. Illinois, Nebraska under. And I'm leaning towards UTEP tonight as my Cinemax through the lines night play of the day. So keep an eye on all that. Tune in. You can go back and forth, have that little last hit, click Cinemax, back to the game. Cinemax, back to the game. Even if you can find the game. I don't even know that game is going to be on, but that is my advice for you tonight. I don't even know if they still have those movies on Cinemax. <laughs> you got to die deep, Jace. You got to stay up late. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking, everybody. I, I go to bed. I canceled my Cinemax. That stuff was getting expensive. <laughs> uh, good little Cinemax. Come on, we need a sponsor. I'm putting you out there. Contact us. All right, boys, get those jerseys ready. Get those beers on ice. One o'clock kickoff time. I can't wait. I'm going to go to the gym here in a little bit, get all pumped up, Get come home, find that comfy spot on the couch, and get ready for some uh, wagering. Just remember, people, some guys go to their wives to bath beyond or Home Depot. We get up really early, really early, and we give you great information. So check us out on Notebook Wagering on Twitter, man. We're going to be firing all day. Enjoy the games. Hit us up on Twitter, everybody, at Notebook Wagering in the name of Craig T. Nelson. Find some winners. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Notebook Wagering Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any episodes and be sure to follow at Notebook Wagering. Until next time.